Welcome to sports tonight All here right. on Friday, Lee. What's going on, Scott? How's it going? It's good, man. Uh, as it's always, good. of course, I'm sports producer Scott Pennyman here with <laughs> the Smith. other sports producer, Lee Smith. Woo. Lee, look, I love doing these on Friday, right? Because I always call it Football Friday. Oh, of pretty much everything we're going to talk about is football related. It's not basketball. Don't you just love it, though? I love it. Give me football all day, every day. All day, every day? 365 days a year. Yeah. I like football a lot, too, but it seems like, look, the great part about this time of year, though, is there's almost a football game on every night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's wild, isn't it? Because no, it's I mean, awesome. It's awesome. You have football over the weekend, so you have football on Saturday, Sunday, and then you have Monday night football. And then Tuesday, you get a break. But then Wednesday you have like Mac games on yeah, ESPN. Yeah, so do they so. still do? They still do Maction for on sure. Wednesday nights. It's Maction. I saw it this past week. It was like Ball State <laughs> against somebody. I think it was Bowling Green and Ball State. Yeah. You know, I covered the Mac for a lot of years. So did you? Know, you? I'm, I'm down oh, for some Ohio. Mac football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of those schools are in Ohio, yeah, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of. Uh, I love Mac football. I always tell people you could take. Okay, <laughs> so seriously, if you look at the guys from the Mac conference who have okay. been successful in the NFL. So if you took over the last 20 years the best of the SEC as far as how they played in, in the NFL, the best of the Big Ten, the best of the ACC, best of the Pac-12. And you're still taking the Mac? No, but I think that would be a very <laughs> competitive football team. If not, I think they would beat some of those teams. When you think about – I was going over like with the Mac. They have like Ben Roethlisberger. He played there. Obviously, he's one of the great quarterbacks of his era. Yep. You have guys like Antonio Brown who played in the Mac. Yeah. Randy Moss played in the Mac. I mean, and then like like with running backs, you had like Brandon Jacobs who played. I mean, a whole bunch of really good football players yeah. came from the Mac conference. You know, so I think I always uh, – Smile when I look at that conference because I know some really good football players. Well, I'm gonna let them. you handle all the matching because That's cool. I don't know next to anything about it other than <laughs> it fills the gap in the week. That's of true. The, the one day that's like there's no football, boom, matching show. I mean, it's not like SEC now we got it like six days a week. <laughs> true, true. Hey, well, I tell you what, let's start with some NFL. Obviously, the Falcons this week trying oh. to bounce back with their new quarterback. Well, not new quarterback, but their new starting quarterback, Taylor Heineke, as they'll host the Minnesota Vikings. And the Vikings are going to have a pretty new quarterback, too, with uh, Jaron Hall starting his first NFL game from BYU. Seems like when you look at it, when you look at Heineke, as experienced as he is at the quarterback position, maybe that offense gets some life this week. It seems like I'm not going to call it a layup because it is the NFL. It's any given Sunday. Anybody can be anybody. But I think if you look at um, this game and the matchup and everything like that, it seems to be tailor-made for a win. Yeah, and especially since it's at home, that's I still yeah. think that's the biggest that's the biggest deal of, of any of the stats, any of the comparisons you want to make. It's at home. The Falcons play well at home, so <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a good day to be a Falcon, and there are going to be a couple of dirty birds touchdowns going on because. Here's the thing: they have a lot of injuries though. Um, Drake London's out with a groin injury. Oh. Um, that's safety, tough. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, I mean, he's your leading receiver, so yeah. Um, well, I think nearly f- almost 450 yards. Yeah. Uh, 32 or 33 catches, two touchdowns. That's a tough injury there. Yeah. So your leading receiver's out, but their quarterback is out. So that's really that's huge. I mean, that, that's, I mean that's the biggest deal of all, especially because Kirk Cousins is playing pretty well this year too. I mean, and, and Jeff, uh, Justin Jefferson's still out, right? Justin Jefferson's still out too. Yeah. yeah. So they're so they're banged they, up. Their two best players are gone. So. 
Yeah, and that's why I say, I mean, I think when you look at the schedule, when you look at what what um, what Minnesota's bringing to town, it seems like a game that's pretty well set up for them to win. Uh, even with, especially with Taylor Heineke, I mean, he's he's the most experienced quarterback in the building, right? Back in play, as, oh, yeah. as far as right, as far as anything. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I think like most things, I think their offense will get a little jolt. So I think they'll play better because there's a new quarterback in there. The teams haven't really seen Heineke with the Falcons yet, right? Yep. So yep. it's probably except for the second half last week. So maybe a little hard to game plan for. And yes. We talked about this on, on Monday, too, even before they made the official announcement because I think we had an idea that it was going this way and they were probably yeah. going to take Heineke. And, I, you know, look, I was one of the people who said that I don't know how much sense it makes. Just from a standpoint of – so Ritter got eight games, right? Yep. And, well, plus the four last year. Right. So, so 12 total. He, right. Total, so he, total, but eight this year, yeah. Right. So you got a 12-game look at Desmond Ritter. I, would, I guess for their sake, I was just sort of hoping – that he would play all 17 games just so you can have a clear picture moving forward of what you needed to do with the quarterback. It's kind of crazy, right? That you only you're starting quarterback in the NFL and you get eight games. That's yeah, your it's wild. Your man. leash is not long. That's <laughs> no. And especially if you're like, um, Heineke said this week it, that he he actually it helped him out that he went undrafted because if yeah. you went a first or two uh, one two rounds, you get like a year or two. And then, they, and then people are moving on. It's expectations. You, right? you don't have time to develop. You just you're you're thrown in the fire like right from the get go. And he said he wouldn't have been able to really deal with that well. So he benefited from sitting a couple of years and then slowly being brought into all the systems. And look, now he's a starter. So <laughs> I've said it for a long time. I think just where we're at, just not just in sports but in life, we have a way more. Uh, impatient society, right? So I think that sort of extends over to sports. When you look at the NFL, it used to be when I was growing up watching football, a quarterback, a young quarterback would get three and four years to be able to prove himself and become the quarterback that you thought that he could be. Yeah. Now you might not even get a full season. That's just how things work in today's NFL. Or with, you might sit under yeah. a QB1 for two or three, four seasons. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers. That was look. That was very I mean, common back in the day, where where a guy would sit for a while. Now it's like no, one, once a guy no. start playing. I mean, I saw Green Bay even with uh, Jordan Love. Yeah, but <laughs> the general Bryce Young, there, game one, snap one. Yeah, CJ Stroud, game one, snap one. Right, exactly. I, I mean, it. You're paying. You, you draft these guys that high. I mean, you got to get some return on value. Right, and it just seems like everything moves faster these days. Yeah, just in everything. the NFL, everything. And that's just where we're at. I mean, these teams are evaluating these guys off like a year. Like I said, um, Green Bay's general manager, he wouldn't commit to uh, to Jordan Love being the starter past this season. He said, look, I mean, these last eight games, we have to see. And already uh, yeah. Desmond Ritter has been benched eight games into the season. So I think what we have, if we have a society, especially more specifically fans, who are increasingly impatient, Really based on what players make nowadays yeah. and where they're drafted yeah. through expectations. And there's a lot, right, there's a lot of money involved. So I think what you have is you have impatient fans. Ownership sees that. When ownership sees impatient fans, owners get impatient. When owners are impatient, people get fired. And, and <laughs> yeah. that's just that's just the reality of sports in 2023. So, yeah, a lot of these quarterbacks aren't getting but a year to show what they can do. Tops. I mean – yeah. Two years tops yeah, yeah. before we consider them a bus. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, hey, one one last note on the field, by the yeah. way. Uh, Vikings defensive end, Daniel Hunter, leads the league in sacks with 10. 
Oh, wow. So, wow, yeah, he's always good been a good luck player. offensive line for the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> good luck. Good luck with Daniel Hunter, right? Yeah. But look, I think my prediction, though, I'm, I'm, I'm going Falcons get the win 24 17. 24 17? Well, 24 17, Falcons. You think they score 17? I think they'll. I think they'll probably do 13. I think they'll get a touchdown to uh, two field goals. Yeah, I like the element of surprise. No Grady Jarrett, too. I'd say 24-13. Yeah, oh, okay. 24-13 Falcons. So you're going 24-13? Yeah. I'm going 24. Not far off, not far off. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going 24-17. So, but I think we both agree that the Falcons will win Sunday, right? So on the UGA, a team who never loses, right? <laughs> they they it's been a while. take care of business every single week. been a long time. Um, another... Test, if you will, this week, uh, this weekend as they'll host Missouri tomorrow, yep. three thirty p.m. Right, you'll be there. Yeah, yeah. right. On sidelines, yeah. So that's another one of these games that coming in, people were thinking. I know Emily, Emily's Emily Gagnon is up there. Like you know, she thought this would be a stiff test for UGA. I'm not buying it. I'm being honest. I'm not buying You're it. Not. This is going to be a stiff test. Okay. I. Look, I exaggerated earlier in the week, and I said they're going to win this game 56-7. to Okay, maybe it won't be that bad, but that's the kind <laughs> no, of game I'm expecting. I'm expecting UJ to win going away because I'm not buying this. I hear this every single week. People say, oh, now this is going to be a stiff test this week, and these games all start the same way. Missouri will come out with an early touchdown. They'll be up 7 to nothing or 7-3, to and then they'll get raced off the field in the second half, and UJ is going to win this one. I'm going to say 38-7. to Dang, dude, 38-7. to it's not. It's not going to even be that close. Uh, I think it'll be closer than that. Really? Yeah. Based off what? Um, based off the fact that Missouri. Uh, they let's see. Hold on. I think they do have. Yeah, they've got some common opponents in there. Um, so let's see. Missouri thirty-eight twenty-one went over Kentucky thirty-eight twenty-one, yeah. and UGA won. They beat up on Kentucky, didn't they? No, they did. They did. Let me see. Let me see what it was. I can't remember the score. It was fifty-one to thirteen. Yeah, exactly. They they, they beat their brakes off. All right, just yeah. kidding. Maybe, maybe it's not going to be good for them. But no, this should be. I think I think it'll be a good matchup. And um, I I, I don't know. It just depends because do you get the team that shows up on the road against Auburn and you know Auburn runs for two hundred, three hundred yards on them? You know, do you get that kind of Missouri like performance like right out of the gate? Like, look, I mean. I, you know, thing is, Georgia doesn't lose at home. They they just don't lose at home. They don't lose at home. They don't lose much on the road either. You know, so <laughs> no, they don't. They usually they don't lose. Period. Really. Right. They don't. They don't but lose. But they especially protect home. Yeah. So I mean, I have no reason to believe from what I've seen this year. I totally believe that Georgia is the best team in the country. I said that before. I I know Ohio State, and look, I'm an Ohio State fan, and I can I can make the confession that I believe that UGA is the best team in the country. I believe wow. they. Are, there's no, there's no question about it in my mind. I mean, I've watched a lot of different teams play this season. man to admit that. Yeah, I've watched all the top teams, including my Ohio State Buckeyes, and I know that Ohio State's flaws outweigh any flaw that Georgia has. And, yeah. and, and there, there's no question, I believe. Number one is the quarterback play. I think Carson Beck's – how he's played quarterback is better than Ohio State's quarterback. Um when okay. I look at just their round the ball, you know, defensively, how they run the ball, the contributions they get from guys in the backfield. Someone steps up every single week. I mean, Brock Bowers went down. I don't think the offense missed a beat because uh, Oscar Delp stepped in there and they found other guys. They, they threw the ball to their receivers more, and they find a way to put up the points that they need every single week to blow you out. So here's the thing. All right, so 
Uh, Brady Cook is their quarterback, so he's got 15 touchdowns, three picks on the year, which is really good. And sure. about, mm, let's see, 2,260 yards. And then Carson Beck has 14 touchdowns, four interceptions, and almost 2,500 yards. So we've got a couple more hundred yards, um, one yeah. less touchdown, and one more interception. So, And uh, let's see, Connor Schrader's got uh, – Wider's oh no sorry uh, running, running back, back right? they're running yeah. back yeah yeah eight hundred yards nine touchdowns and the receiver uh, Luther Burden nine hundred yards and six touchdowns but let's be real dude I, I don't know man That's... let's be real where Georgia's going to win this game is up front no no one in the SEC or even the con- in the country for that matter can really compete with Georgia on the offensive line and on the defensive line and that sets the tempo for the entire game. So when they play against Missouri, who's not as talented as they are up front on either line, that's going to be the difference. So I don't care what running back you have in the backfield and who you have at quarterback or who you have a wide receiver. They're going to pressure them so much, they're going to control the line of scrimmage to a point where none of that will matter. Well, uh, guess what? ESPN agrees with you. <laughs> they they give Missouri a 16.7% uh, percent chance to win. That's about 14% <laughs> higher than the chance I give them to win. Yeah. And the only and 2% chance. is 83-3, so. Right, and and that's and by the way, Vegas also agrees with you. Uh, the, the betting line is fifteen and a half for Georgia. Look, so. the only chance I would have given Missouri to win this game is if the game was on the road and the UGA team bus caught a flat oh, on the way to the stadium. On, that would have been the only come on now. chance you, I give them to you, win. Hey, you know if that happened, they'd have like a police escort. They just have like right. state troopers just shuttling. Exactly, people. <laughs> exactly. So it's really no chance. And now this is a home game. So there, yeah, yeah. there's no need for a team bus to the game. They could probably walk, right? So I'm gonna say they probably win by, I say 21. Okay. Well, well I don't good. know what the scores are. I just think it's gonna be 21. We'll go fair. So let's go to a, a team right down the road from us, Georgia Tech, as they'll play Virginia, a very a, a struggling Virginia team. I think Virginia's two and six. Two right? and six. Yeah. So uh, Georgia Tech's four and four. I would like to assume that this could be a win for Georgia Tech, but we know it's been kind of weird with them this year. Well, they, last year Virginia came here on the flats and they they took care of business. So right. So I mean, I don't I don't want to sew this up as a win for Georgia Tech, especially since they're sort of an up and down team. I mean, yeah, one man, week they look good, one week on, they look you bad. You can't follow that that win last week up with a loss this week. I mean, that that's what they've been doing be up to this point. I know. You know. Maybe, hey, maybe this is the trend breaker. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is the time they step up and they realize, like, hey, everything's still in front of us. We can still go to a bowl game at least. We just win two more games. Boom. We're in. They're just so inconsistent this year. I mean, they, they beat Miami, right? So they beat Miami. They beat Miami and North Carolina, yeah. That's two really strong ranked teams who they beat, but then they'll lose at home. They lost at home to Bowling Green. To Bowling Green, yeah, that right. was a really bad loss. <laughs> and like yeah. we just talked about, I'm all for some action, but that's ridiculous, right? I mean, to lose yeah. on your own home field to a MAC team? Come on, man. I mean, I'm not <laughs> – and, and like I said, I'm not – Mr. Ohio. Look, look I, I understand. I like the MAC conference. I think they're really good. But if you're a big-time ACC team that recruits at a higher level like Georgia Tech does, yeah. I would expect you to take care of business if you play a team like Bowling Green, and they didn't. So. So that's been the trouble for them this year, uh, being able to maintain a level of consistency. And, uh, you know, earlier uh, Brent Key uh, talked a lot about, you know, his expectations for this game and what he expects his game to be and how he expects his team to come out in this game. Uh, let's listen to a little bit about what he had to talk about um, about their opponent, UVA. 
All right, I'm excited to go play again this Saturday. Uh, I got a chance to go play a team uh, in Virginia that's really playing their best football right now in the last you know, two, three uh, football games. You know, they've, uh, they're playing with a lot of confidence as a team. And you know, like I said on Tuesday, they, they, they've got, I believe it was four losses, was it four losses, four losses by a total of 10 points and, and had double-digit leads in three of those games. And uh, so there's a lot of similarities in football teams, you know, outside of, of one loss record. So you look at a team that, that's playing with a lot of confidence on tape, you know, for, for two weeks now, two or three weeks now, we've had crossover film and seeing them play. So for three weeks, You've seen the development of this team uh, and the confidence growing week in and week out and really understanding who they are uh, as a full team <clears throat> and uh, how they play uh, complementary football in all three phases. Uh, you really, with that, you know, offensively, they, they're, they're getting into really the rhythm of who they are as an offense. Uh, and they're playing with good tempo uh, and running tempo plays. But at the same time, I think they're top 10, top 20, top 20 in the country. In time of possession, so they're 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 doing both. They're they're able to play with tempo, as well as control the clock within a game. Uh, and you know, really offensively, you, 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 when you look at him, you got to look really at the number four wide receiver. Uh, I think he's you know one of the tops in the in, in the ACC and tops in the country in in, in, uh, in catches. Uh, good player. You know, they do a lot of different things with him. Little you know whether it be screens or. Uh, RPOs or you know quick game, and he's able. He's a guy that can you know catch it short and run long. So he's a he's a dangerous uh, player. And then you know the guy that is, is really the, the 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 bell cow for that offense is is number twenty, the running back. And you know I, I just so much respect for him, uh, so much respect for for the, for the, that football team. Uh, you know the the what he's been able to accomplish after going through what he's gone through and that team has gone through just he's a, he is and, and, and as he should be a true inspiration for all of college football across the country and really the whole United States I mean this this is a guy that's you know been through a lot the team's been through a lot with him and, and the way he's coming out and playing now and uh, putting that team on his back in a lot of instances when they need it in short yardage situations and down in the tight red area in those situations um, you know defensively they're, they're a team again it's you know for for two years now you've seen the growth in this team defensively uh, of who they are you know what what they what they're doing really all three uh, levels of the defense from the front front end from the defensive line they're big they're stout they're strong uh, they, they they mix up things in the front where you know they'll mix in some two gap uh, techniques and uh, and then you know play four or five different fronts within normal down situations and then you know, get in some exotics on third down and, and try to beat your protection. So on the back end, they, they mix their coverages up. You know, they'll play, you know, zone and keep things in front of them and, and, and then mix in the man and make you have to uh, beat them with man coverage and, uh, you know, mix in some different variations of cover two and, uh, you know, support the run uh, from the outside in. So uh, it, was a big, be a, it will be a big challenge for us uh, on, in all three phases. Uh, defensively, again, number 20 on defense, their, their safety. I mean, he is a he is what you look for in a safety now. I mean, he's six one, two hundred and ten pounds. He is a heat seeking missile. Uh, I think he leads the conference in, in solo tackles. Uh, you know, I mean, he's a surefire tackler. Whether it be on a receiver, whether it be on a running back, 
uh, you know, how they use him in support. He's all over the field. Uh, it's hard to get a hat on in the, in, in the run game blocking by the way they, 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 uh, they use him and insert him into the box. But he, he's a dang good football player. And uh, like I said, they're big and stout up front. Uh, they do a good job, uh, you know, flat walling the, the, the line of scrimmage. They're not a team that's going to get a bunch of negative plays and penetrate, but they're going to keep everything in front of them, let those linebackers and, and DBs come in and, and make the plays. Always good to hear from Brent Key. Um, he's obviously locked in and focused on his team's game uh, against uh, Virginia. Once again, I'll, I'll, go ahead, I'll go ahead and predict that one. I think they win. I'm, I'm going to give them a 20 to 17 win. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. No, I, I I like that. I okay. like that a lot. All right. So hey, look, as long as they get a W, it doesn't matter. Right. So we just talked about a team that was down the road. Let's talk about a team that is down the street, but a little <laughs> far down. A little the, further down the road. Depending on how much. you drive over there, down the 85. Just past the connector. Exactly. Just past, past the connector. Past all the traffic, yeah. Georgia State. They'll uh, be hosting James Madison this weekend. Number 23 ranked. Yes, you heard me correctly. Number 23 ranked James Madison. I the know Dukes. it's kind of hard. Right. It's kind of hard to imagine. I mean, just I couldn't even believe, I couldn't even believe my own eyes when I saw no, them. I'm like, right. wow, they're ranked 23rd? Get out of here. Hey, well, they're 8-0. No, so, you know, that'll do it. They're doing something right. right. They're 8-0. No. Have hey. not lost this year. So, w- what's your prediction for that one? Oh, I don't know, man. I... I gotta lean James Madison. Really? I, yeah, I mean, dude, I, I, I would like to see Georgia State pull the upset, but man, how do they, you root against somebody that's undefeated they, in November? Georgia, look, I mean, I mean, I just, I don't know, but look, Georgia State's been sneaky all year, and they have a good chance to. They're, they're gunning for that Sun yeah. Belt title, you know. I mean, well, they're they're currently in third in the um in the East, okay. in the Sun Belt East. So, all right. uh, they, so they, they're coming off that loss to Georgia Southern. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Last Thursday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday night, yeah. So, so they're well rested. They are well rested. Yeah. So I tell you what, um, I got over there this week. Um, actually, yesterday, uh, talked to Coach uh, Sean Elliott. Yep. Uh, one of his players, just about uh, what this season has been so far, and the focus that it's going to take uh, for that team to be able to beat a ranked team at mm-hmm. home, like James Madison, a team who hasn't lost yet. Um, he's really happy with where his team is at as far as their focus uh, level. Uh, definitely a, a, a big change from what the team was last year. And him and their players are very confident that they can uh, they can not only compete in a game like this, that they can win a big game like this. Check it out. What would you say is the mindset of you guys heading in? Well, you know, uh, we turned the page in November, and we're still here in the conference race. And then you have a foe like uh, James Madison coming in. I think they're the 23rd ranked team in the country. They got a they got a great offense. I think their head coach does an outstanding job, and uh, it's going to be a big challenge for us. It, it's going to run through them. You know, unfortunately, they're not able to play for the conference championship this year, but uh, they're certainly tops of the league, and and, and we got to knock them off. Has you guys prepared to, I guess, um, just more prepared to be able to, to to get up for games like this? You know, what about your preparation makes you guys ready and prepared for this? Yeah, I think the all season pre- prepares you for your season. Uh, you know, the things that we go through in our all season, the, uh, the mindset that we have to be uh, going into some of the some of the things that we get our, ourselves into in the off season, uh, really has propelled us for games like this, for the tough games, the the, the tough opponents, and it prepares us for everything that we do.
but but honestly, yeah, if it wasn't for a great all season, we wouldn't have a chance uh, to come out here and play well. And uh, you know, yeah, I owe it all to our players. Uh, our players are the one that that did it in all season throughout the summer, and uh, here we are with a chance to go play for our for a ch- uh, conference championship potentially against a really good opponent. And, and just think about, I mean, like I think I talked to you about this last time. I mean, just the kind of whirlwind has been, right? I mean, from, from what you guys were at this time last year to, to be here. Like, they, I guess, what do you attribute that to? Well, we were a fractured football team a year ago, and there was a lot of injuries. You know, I look back and uh, I was watching the film the other day of last year's game and, and some of our offensive line that we're playing out there. I mean, uh, you know, just so much has evolved. Uh, different positional players are back in there. We've got a solid front five. Uh, we've added some pieces in the transfer portal, and we've lost some pieces that, that were uh, that were taken away from our football team a year ago, which is a, a good thing. But, uh, you know, all in all, this team is uh, much different than we were a year ago. We're not the same team that faced this group. Uh, they're not the same team that, that faced our group a year ago. It's going to be exciting to watch us come out here and compete. I think the game starts at 3.30. It's a nationally tele- televised game against two very good football teams. So uh, tune in. And, and so I guess my last question is, it seems like, you know, from what I watched for you guys this year, like so many of the games, like you guys, you guys just seem to find a way. Well, I think that's, that's, you know, I think that's life. I think you find a way. I think so many things are thrown at you during the course of the season, during the course of your lifetime, and uh, you got to find a way. And ultimately, the team that finds a way finds himself on top, and that's what we're trying to do. We still have four solid weeks to go in this season. Uh, one game, you know, I'll say it, one game at a time, and, jo- and James Madison is right there ahead of us, and, you know, we got to find a way. What do you think about your preparation? Has you guys ready? I mean, as the coach talked about, it's be a national TV game. People are going to be watching. Mm. When you keep winning games, like yeah. the winning people take notice. Yeah. So what about your preparation kind of has you ready for this moment? I think it's just uh, what we did all offseason. Uh, we faced a lot of adversity, uh, a lot of, like Coach said all the time, so what, now what? And I think that, that just gets us in, in the mindset of just accomplishing anything that we want to. So um, just coming to this week, uh, we just we just have a lot of confidence um, despite what we, uh, the, the loss from last week. But, you know, just uh, just playing our band of football, having fun, and just just uh, focusing on little things. For the most part this season, um, you guys are just finding a way. I mean, like, even if you get down in situations and have a bad play here, Seem like you guys are able to fight back and find a way. What do you attribute that, I guess, resiliency to? Just, um, just, just the hard work and dedication, and just, and just knowing that uh, we, we can get through anything. Um, we might, every, football is a, is a game where nothing's gonna always be perfect. You know, so we're gonna have bad plays, we're gonna have things where we have to uh, overcome. But just uh, knowing how how hard we worked this whole off season, and just knowing that it's gonna be okay. You know, just keep keep fighting next play, next play mentality, really. Yeah. And so to be in this situation now, obviously it's a big difference from how things went last year. So to be in this situation right now with kind of everything you want still in front of you. I guess kind of what is that for like? Uh, you talking about me personally? Yeah, or you talking about yeah, Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, from last year to now, it's just uh, just more of the leadership role. I kind of embraced it. Um, it a lot, just straight and positive to the guys, trying to bring them along with me. But, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's been a blessing, though, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to, I talked to Coach Mike, it's got to feel a lot different just to be, you know, to have a season where just everything that you still wanted from this season is still in front of you. Mm-hmm. 
them there. And just to be able to play in a big game like this with the nation, with the nation watching, right? Yeah. Uh, just <laughs> what's that gonna be like? Hey, it's, it's gonna be amazing. Um, you know, uh, I think this will be our sixth time on national television. So I mean, it's it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it's just it's a blessing, especially uh, coming to Georgia State. You know, I don't think we uh, had this many games back to back. But like I said, you keep winning, they, they want to watch. So. Uh, but Atlanta News First starts now with First Alert Weather.